This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I love particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'm excited this week because this is the first show that I'm recording in real time in a while. The last time I recorded a show in real time was April and it's August. This whole time I've been on maternity leave and I gave myself a buffer last week by posting my interview with Raven because I knew I couldn't just hop right into it and do the podcast. And to be real with you, I probably should have did more shows going through August because I like failed epically today. First of all, I left my purse at home. So I get to my office and realize I don't have my purse. 
So I'm out here riding dirty with no license, no money. I ain't got nothing. Left my freaking purse. So I'm like, you know what? Cool. I'm going to make sure I get home at a good time. So let me just get this work done. I'm going to knock this podcast out. We're going to be good. I'm productive. I get through my day. And then I realized I don't have the daggone adapter piece that I need to record the podcast. So if you have one of like the newer MacBooks, they don't have a USB port. So you have to buy like an extra piece, the adapter, in order to use any type of USB device. So I did not have the adapter with me. I have a mic at home and I have one in my office. And it didn't. I didn't think to put the daggone thing in my purse. So I had to come back home and I'm just now getting around to do the podcast. I was like, I should have gave myself a couple more weeks in order to ease my way back into this because I've gotten used to being quiet and just, you know, living my life, not really having to give a message on the podcast. And even now, since I've been back, I've been doing a lot of working on our business. So we got a new, we have a new hire. I had like a photo shoot last week to get some content. We're working on some things behind the scenes. I got some new products coming out, a new program coming out for podcasters. So I've been really in boss mode so to speak and not really thinking about being on the microphone so this is going to be an interesting show (laughs) I'm actually not like I didn't prepare any like elaborate message or anything like that I kind of just want to talk a little bit and I specifically want to talk about the Holy Spirit but before we get into that quick little church announcements follow me on Instagram y'all at Tatum Tamia T-A-T-U-M T-E-M-I-A I've been doing a lot more blessed and bossed up at home things so showing a lot more of like what my life is looking like so right now I'm always posting that I'm juicing so on Sundays I juice not for weight loss like I'm trying to lose weight but losing weight isn't the goal is building better habits and things is the goal. So I juice because it's an easy way for me to put a bunch of really, really good things into my body. And I actually enjoy the juices that I drink. So it's just something I do to fuel my body. Um, And then I've been showing like me cooking. I went live on Sunday. Y'all know I'll never go live. I went live yesterday while I was making some lamb. Like, I don't know who I am. (laughs) but uh, I've been doing a lot more at home things. So follow me on Instagram so you can keep up with everything that's going on there. Of course, follow the podcast page at blessed and bossed up. We're almost at 10,000 followers. So help us reach that goal by going onto the page and following us. So that's it. A couple of church announcements, not too much. So today I wanted to talk about Holy Spirit. The title of today's episode is Zachariah 4, 6. And that scripture says in the new living, no, this is the living Bible version. It says, then he said, this is God's message to Zerubbabel. Hope I didn't mess that up. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. You will succeed because of my spirit, though you are few and weak. The reason why I wanted to use this scripture as the anchored scripture for this episode, because is because I feel like we don't discuss enough the power of the Holy Spirit. And I feel that a lot of us that are in like this millennial age group, um, even some Generation Z, I mean, maybe older than that, we get so caught up in, in saying like, or talking about God, that we forget a lot of the gifts that he's given us. And one of them is the ability to have access to the Holy Spirit, which is God's presence on the inside of us. It's his spirit that was given to us way back on Pentecost. And so what's interesting is before I went on maternity leave, I was really studying this because 
I, like I said, I feel like the Holy Spirit is not discussed enough and the true power of the Holy Spirit is not discussed enough. Like the Holy Spirit is our, as a guide. He's our counsel. He's a teacher. We have access to him in our day-to-day decision-making. We're able to seek and, and uh, obtain wisdom from the Holy Spirit on a continual day-to-day basis. And I believe that a lot of us aren't really being taught the Holy Spirit. A lot of us aren't really being taught how to see the full magnitude of the Holy Spirit um, manifested in our lives on a day-to-day basis. So for example, if you go to Isaiah eleven two, it points out seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. And what's so crazy is I never learned this in church. I didn't learn this until I opened my Bible, right? So I was studying Acts before I went on maternity leave. And it was just, it was very, I love Acts because it's such the perfect example for the way that we should do God's business. And whether you're in ministry, whether you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is that you do, you do it for God. And Acts is just such a perfect example of that. And the key in Acts that that I really took to heart and I always think about is they weren't allowed to go out. The disciples were not allowed to go out and, and preach the gospel and spread the good news or anything like that until Holy Spirit came. Holy Spirit is who gave them the power to go out and be effective. Had they tried to go out and do something in their own strength, it would not have been successful because it would have been by their might and their power and not by his spirit, which is why this is our anchor scripture. And I believe there are a lot of us who are thinking that we are going out and doing it with God's help, but we're not because we're not tapping into the Holy Spirit. We're not being empowered by the Holy Spirit. We're going out and doing whatever it is that we want to do. And we're asking God to bless it. We're talking about God as if he's a distant cousin that you real, real cool with, but y'all don't talk every day. As opposed to the one whose word is a lamp upon your feet. And so even me just over the last few months, not really talking much, but just paying attention. One thing I realized is that not enough of us are discussing the full magnitude of the Holy Spirit and the power. We're not tapping into that power that's available to us. It's a free gift that we don't have to do anything for, but we're not using it. And going back to the scripture that I reference, if you look at a lot, uh, Isaiah 11, two, let me make sure I said that right. Isaiah 11, two, and I'm going to read this out of the passion translation. I just discovered this translation. It says the spirit of Yahweh will rest upon him. The spirit of extraordinary wisdom, the spirit of perfect understanding, the spirit of wise strategy, the spirit of mighty power, the spirit of revelation, and the spirit of the fear of Yahweh. These are seven attributes of the Holy Spirit. And and it's so funny. I never learned this until I opened the Bible. Nobody told me that there were seven key attributes of the Holy Spirit And so all of this time, I've been going about life and going about things, leaving gifts on the table, leaving myself unarmed in a sense, because I have more ammunition that I could be using to go about the things that God has called me to do. But, but, but instead I'm going into them illy quick, or I'm going into them without all of the weapons that I have to use. And so I wanted to talk about this on the podcast because I feel like I'm not the only one that was in that boat. Like there's a lot of us who are doing God 
God's business and we want to make him the CEO. And so we're doing the, the entry level things like we're reading our Bible, we maybe doing devotionals, maybe looking at scriptures or looking at the Bible app or whatever. But there's another, another level of power that you have access to that you need in order to tap in to the fullness of what God has for you. You need it in order to truly be successful. Because if we go back to the translation that I read of Zechariah 4, 6, the end of it says, you will succeed because of my spirit, though you are few and weak. So in this particular scripture, they were rebuilding the temple. But for us, whatever it is that God has tasked us with, we are few and weak. We are inadequate. It is the Holy Spirit who qualifies us. It's the Holy Spirit who tells us what to do. It's the Holy Spirit who gives us the wise strategy, which is one of these attributes that I read. It's the Holy Spirit who gives us wisdom, who gives us understanding, who gives us strategy, who gives us power, who gives us revelation. It's the Holy Spirit that enables us to go out and take the nations that we're called to. Y'all know I've been talking a lot about the seven mountains of influence. Um, For those that are new uh, and want to read the book, a lot of you guys DM me asking about the book. It's on my Amazon store. We'll post the link in the show notes. The book is there. It's called The Seven Mountain Prophecy by Johnny Enlow. And then it's a accompanying book called The Seven Mountain Renaissance, which is a prophetic word for 2020, I think, to 2050 or something like that. Um, And so I read those two together. But a lot of us are called to take the nations. In Acts, the disciples went out and took nations. We are called to take various nations, no matter where you fall, whether it's media, government, family, education, uh, business, religion, no matter where you fall, you're called to take the nations. You won't take any nation without the Holy Spirit. That's the power that you need. This episode is brought to you by Fiverr. Let's talk about finding freelance talent for your business or project. Sometimes a business needs to quickly pivot in order to reach a goal, or maybe an unexpected obstacle occurred, like what's going on in the world right now, making it impossible to meet your deadline with the size of your current team. So in this instance, where do you go to find on-demand talent? How much will it cost? How can you be certain they'll deliver? Finding the right freelancer can be time consuming, it can be frustrating, and honestly, it could be really expensive. Fiverr's platform helps keep businesses moving with a network of trusted freelance talent. I personally have been using Fiverr since I became an entrepreneur in 2015. I've used it everywhere from podcast editing to um, graphics to presentations to logos. I've used them for just about everything. And it's so easy to find someone because you can read reviews, you can see examples of their work. Um, And if you have any further questions, you can always chat with them and they'll answer any questions that you may have about what they do. So I absolutely love it. You can easily find what you're looking for by searching by service, deadline, price, reviews, and so much more. You'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront, so no negotiating is even necessary. Plus, on top of all of that, Fiverr has 24-7 customer service to help you with any problems that may arise. Check out Fiverr.com today and receive 10% off your first order by using my code BLESSED. It's so easy. Find all the digital services you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R dot com, code blessed. Again, that's Fiverr.com, code blessed. Let's get back to the show. 
That's the power that you need. And it's the power that you're not fully tapping into because you're not taking the time to truly learn about the Holy Spirit. And it and this blew my mind when I was re, I was studying the Holy Spirit before I went on maternity leave because I was like, wow, even I've been doing things well, you know, I've, I've made God the CEO. I've been seeking him. I've been doing the things I was supposed to do, but there's another, another level to it that I was missing because I was ignorant to all the aspects of the Holy Spirit. And I had to just come on here and this is more so of a rant, but I had to just come on here and let you guys know about this because I want you to go and study Isaiah 11 too, and then go and do a deep dive into um, the Holy Spirit for yourself so that you can make sure that you're tapping into the fullness of what's available to you so that you could truly start seeing things in your life. And not just seeing things in your life, but you could make sure that you're walking the path that you need to walk and that you're being corrected as necessary. Like the Holy Spirit is our guide. He's our guide. He gives us revelation. So then one thing that is really, really heavy right now is there's so many spirits just at work right now. We have the spirit of fear, which is heavy right now because of the pandemic because we're it's august and we've been in this thing since march and it's still going on so a lot of people are fearful the i told you guys before the assignment on the mountain of media in particular is to spread messages of destruction to the world that's the enemy's agenda on that mountain and so that's running rampant right now because of the pandemic because of the economy um the spirit of fear is heavy and we know in the scripture says that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind or uh, self-discipline, which some translations say, but that power, he hasn't given us the spirit, but a spirit of fear, but a power, that power is the Holy Spirit. There's other spirits running rampant, like this, this whole African spirituality thing that's being marketed to us as black people, because our identity was stripped away from us, this is now being reintroduced to us as a way for us to quote unquote connect with our roots. And a lot of people are are accepting these spiritual practices because it's being presented in this whole love and light, zen, uh, empowering, embrace your ancestors type of way that sounds good when people are teaching it to you. But the fact that the matter is it, no matter how it sounds or how they romanticize it, it is opening up spiritual doors that you're going to have to close. Like you're playing in the spiritual realm and it, that is serious business. I'm still trying to, to uproot strongholds that ain't have nothing to do with me so that my son don't have to deal with them. I ain't trying to add no more. <laughs> I'm not adding anymore because I have such an identity crisis. I'm trying to identify with anything as opposed to truly being able to discern things in the spirit. In first Corinthians two 14, it says the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolish and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. And remember going back to the seven spirits, um, or the seven attributes of the Holy spirit. One of them is the spirit of perfect understanding. 
And so for me, I need to always be attached to the Holy Spirit because I need to be able to understand what's going on on a day to day. I need to be able to have that spirit of revelation so that I can see what the enemy is doing. Prior to my maternity, remember we talked about um, the enemy rocks around like a roaring lion sinking whom he can devour and how a lion roaring is loud, but a lot of us are blinded to his schemes. And so this is the same thing. A lot of us are blinded to what's going on because we're not tapping into the fullness of the Holy Spirit who will be able to teach us and guide us and allow us to discern what's of God and what isn't. As opposed to just getting so caught up in the world, there are so so many believers who are trying to be culturally relevant that you're not being salt and light. You're trying to be so much of the culture that you're not being sought in light. One thing I love about the fact that I was able to grab throwback episodes over the course of this maternity leave is that the word of God is timeless. I don't care about what's going on in the world and how I could be timely or culturally relevant. I care about what is it that God needs me to say. God, put your hand over my mouth and you put the words in my mouth like you did Jeremiah so that I can speak them. That's it. And and it's only by speaking through the spirit of God that we are able to grab episodes from two years ago and they still be uh, applicable right now. That's, that's God. That's only God. And so for you guys, as you're building these businesses, as you're navigating life in general, do not do it without the Holy Spirit, because he is going to be the one that guides you into the plan, the promises that God has for you. He's going to be the one that guides you into who God saw before he formed you in your mother's womb. He's going to be the one to guide you to you getting those desires of your heart. He's the one that's going to be able to um, guide you out of whatever you may be coming out of into being free. He's going to guide you into the peace that surpasses all understanding. He is going to guide you into everywhere that you need to go. He'll correct you if you make a wrong turn. He'll show you what's to come. If you're about to walk into a brick wall, he'll tell you to turn left. He truly, truly, truly is such an asset, an underutilized asset, because not enough of us are truly being taught this stuff, man. And I just had to come on here and have my little rant because I just want to plant the seed, right? I don't need to be the end all be all for everything in you guys' lives, but I know that a part of my role through this platform is to plant seeds. Sometimes I may water seeds that have been planted, but I wanted to make sure that I did my part um, and came on here and really talked about that for the last 17 minutes. But before we go, though, I do want to kind of give you a couple things because y'all know how I am. You've been listening to the show long enough. I don't want to pump you up to do nothing. I don't want to just have this show where it sounds all good and then when it's over you don't really know what to do like I really want you guys to cut this off and then go and do a deep dive into the Holy Spirit so that you can start seeing things happen in your life so I have a couple of things that I want to share with you with this the first one is to study the Holy Spirit for yourself I don't have any books that I could recommend because there's none that I've read in particular. So I don't want to give you guys any books or anything like that, that I haven't personally read and can vouch for myself, but there are tons of them. So if you need a book, just search books about the Holy Spirit, read the reviews and um, do what you have to do, but definitely get any type of book that you need. That's going to really break it down. I think in this instance, a book will be good. 
um, because then somebody's able to really break it down and pull things in a perspective for you. Um, but of course, also go into the Bible. So again, the scripture that I gave about the seven gifts or attributes of the Holy Spirit is in Isaiah 11, 2. Yes, Isaiah 11, 2. Of course, go and read Acts. John is also another good book to read and use your Google ministry, y'all, but definitely do a deep dive into the Holy Spirit. So just pay it when you do this, don't just read the scriptures, but really look at context. I hope you guys have a good study Bible. If not, there's one in my Amazon store that I always recommend. It's called the Life Application Study Bible. I love it. It breaks down everything. It gives you all types of different contexts so that you're truly able to understand what it is that you're reading. Um, but as you guys are reading about the Holy Spirit in the Bible, make sure that you guys are reading the context and you understand the scenarios that's going on because that's going to allow you to fully understand Holy Spirit and make sure that you are utilizing him in your day-to-day life. So that's the first thing is to study the Holy Spirit for yourself. Number two is to limit your influences. A lot of times we aren't hearing God because we have so much noise in our life, like limit the things that are influencing you from a marketing perspective. There are, what was always interesting to me when I was studying marketing for y'all that don't know, I'm a marketer by trade. So that's my special sauce. Like that's my skill. And one thing that was always so interesting was how there are six media conglomerates that own 90% of what we see and what we hear. So we have um, GE, News Corp, Disney, Viacom, Tom Warner, and CBS. These six entities are make up 90% of what we see and hear. And so that was always interesting to me because it made a light bulb go off to show just how easy it is to influence the masses because there are such limited or there's a small group of individuals who have control over it. So every time you cut on the TV, every time you open your computer, every time you're on your phone, something is or someone is trying to influence you in some way. Somebody's trying to sell you something, whether it's the major corporate Corporations, or whether it's an entrepreneur you're following, everybody is always trying to sell something or influence you in some type of way. That's just what's going on. Now, for you, someone who is trying to make sure that they're led by the Spirit of God, you need to limit your influences so that you're able to have a sensitive ear to Him so that the world is not so loud that you're not able to hear when He says, turn right when you need to turn right, if that makes sense. This episode is brought to you by KiwiCo. With a lot of us at home right now, especially those with children, learning at home is extremely important. I know for me, even though my son is a newborn, him learning is really, really important to me. And then on top of that, I want to have fun while he's learning and watching him develop and all of that good stuff. I personally love KiwiCo. They sent me the Panda Crate, which is the crate that's specific for babies and toddlers. So it had all of this really nice stuff that's really instrumental for his development at his age. He's only 
about to be three months. So one part that I really love is these cards that they have is black and white cards. So it's like high contrast images that's really helpful for baby's development. And my son just stares at them and laughs and smiles. He absolutely loves it. And I have a good time because I get to see him explore these new things and see his little wheels turning on his face. And honestly, the best part on top of all of that is how great quality the things were. Like there was even a mirror where he gets to look at himself and it wasn't the little flimsy mirrors that uh, I've gotten from other places. Everything was of great quality. And no matter how old your child is, they can get super cool hands-on science and art projects delivered to their door every single month. You'll be surprised at how high quality materials are. They are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. KiwiCo is redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every single kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash blessed. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. And so one thing that I personally practice in my life is I limit my influences. So I personally, in my personal life, I don't talk to everybody like there's I don't talk to everybody about everything. I'm not one of those people where like I'm telling you my whole life story. I'm very private and very discerning about who I'm vulnerable with. I have a very tight group of friends, very tight knit. And I also have a a tight, wise counsel that I go to to make sure that I'm doing stuff right. Like I, I ain't trying to just be out here doing whatever in God's name. Like I need accountability and I feel like everybody needs accountability. So I have people who are more mature, wiser than I am who I'll go to and who hold me accountable uh, and who are in a position to influence me. And so because I have that, I make sure that I'm not allowing myself to be influenced by anybody else. And that's how I do things like in my personal life, because I just don't like to have too many voices. And a lot of us have way too many voices. And that's why we haven't even started the things that God has placed it on our heart to do, because we have too many opinions that's dictating what we're going to do or when we're going to start or how we're going to start, or if you're going to launch that podcast, or if you're going to start that business, if you're going to get your LLC, there's too many people who have the ability to influence your decision-making. And so because of that, your your mind is so jumbled with everybody's opinions. You're unable to hear what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do right now in this season. And so I want you guys to, to make sure that you're also limiting those influences, even online, limiting the people that you are watching. A lot of you guys, God is calling to do some, some things that are seemingly in an oversaturated industry, but he's calling you to do it in a new way. But because you are so consumed with how many people are doing it, you're unable to hear him. Or you see this person being successful at it and that person being successful at it. You're not sure how you're going to fit in, but he's trying to give you the secret sauce. But again, there's too many things that are influencing your decision-making and you're unable to hear from him. So that's a really, really important thing, you guys, to make sure that we're constantly, constantly listening to Holy Spirit is making sure that his voice isn't drowned out by all of the things that we allow to have access to us. One in scripture that I love is in Jeremiah 15, 19. 
Um, and it says, this is how the Lord responds. If you return to me, I will restore you so you can continue to serve me. If you speak good words rather than worthless ones, you will be my spokesperson. And here's the, my favorite part. You must influence them. Don't let them influence you. And I always reference Jeremiah. I, I love the book of Jeremiah because I, I believe that it's just the perfect example of success. Success is obeying God. I don't, and I want to be clear about that. I don't want any of you guys that is listening to me. If you hear me say the word success, I'm not talking about riches and, and financial blessings or material things. I'm talking about pleasing God. Now, many of us, me included, want riches and wealth and material things, but that's not why you that's not success success is pleasing God and he taught me that some years ago if you're familiar with my story that he had to rework my definition of success in order for him to truly use me and he used the book of Jeremiah to do that Jeremiah was successful because he obeyed God he obeyed God when they were trying to kill him when they didn't want to hear anything that he had to say he obeyed God when nothing about him looked successful but he was because he was obedient so again, in the scripture, it says that you're to influence them. He was telling Jeremiah, you must influence them. Don't let them influence you. So you guys, you are, are born to stand out. You're listening to this show because you're, you have uh, some type of connection to faith and business. So whatever you're doing in your business, whether whatever you're doing in ministry, in your household, whatever, you are to influence them. Don't let them influence you. So you have to to limit these influences so that Holy Spirit just can, can continue to speak and you can, con- well, he's always speaking, but so you could be able to hear clearly so that you can be obedient and influence the masses and the nations the way that he's called you to. The next thing to really apply this to your life is when you're in prayer, ask open-ended questions. I talked about this a little bit on my live last night that a game changer for me to truly hearing from God more clearly and being able to be more obedient to his detailed instructions was asking him open-ended questions in prayer. So instead of going to God with my whole plan and just going to God with a blank notebook and saying, Hey God, what we doing? And this is something that should be done on a day-to-day basis. God, what are we doing today? What do you need for me to do today? I know I got my to-do list. I know I got my schedule. I know I got to drop the kids off and I got to do this. I got to cook dinner. I got to go to work. I got to do whatever. But God, what do you need for me to do today? That's how you start applying this stuff because now you're opening up the space for him to, to truly be your guide, for him to truly be your helper, for him to, for you to tap into his wisdom and his understanding and, and tap into the revelation that he has for you because you're providing or, or creating the space in order for that to happen. And a way that you do that is yes, spending time with God, but in that time, making sure that it's quality time in a sense to where you're asking these open-ended questions and allowing him to speak and allowing him to tell you what to do. And it's something that we, that you guys should practice. Like we all have to practice this. This isn't something that happens overnight, so to speak. So just make it maybe 10 minutes in the morning that you're going to wake up 10 minutes earlier and say, and in that 10 minutes is God, what are we, what are we doing today? One thing I really had to rework now being a mom is I have a lot less time to work in my business because I have a set window when I'm able to do it. So I wake up, my husband's on nighttime duty with the baby. So I wake up at 6 a.m. That's when I take over. Sometimes the baby sleep, sometimes he's not. So like this morning he was up at six, bright eyed and bushy tailed and ready to talk. That little boy be talking. 
he is a morning person, okay? He wakes up and it's chatty. He ain't saying real words yet, of course. It's just a bunch of oohs and ahs and cooing, but that baby be talking. Um, but uh, sometimes he sleep. And so for me, I'm like, okay, on those days that he sleep, I'm able to like hold him because uh, that baby don't like to be put down. But uh, I'm able to hold him while he's still asleep, but I'm able to talk to God with my notebook and say, okay, God, what are we doing today? What do you have for me to, to do today? And even if he's up telling BJ, um, okay, give me like 15 minutes or instead of me waking up at six, waking up at 5.30, 5.45 before my shift starts and okay, God, what are we doing today? What do you have me do today? And having that blank slate so that I can make sure that I'm moving on his accord and not my own, not allowing my day to dictate what I do, but allowing the Holy Spirit to tell me what to do and then me applying that to my day. So again, whatever works for you guys, like it's going to be different because all of our situations are different, but what do you need to do to make sure that you're opening up the door for God to really give you details? And lastly, I would say, um, in order to apply this is really be diligent in your decision-making. Somebody asked me on my live yesterday, I can't remember the exact question actually, but, um, it was about obedience. And I was saying that a lot of times we try to make faith and following God, like this overcomplicated thing when it really could be so simple. And most of the time it comes down to your decision-making. It, it just simply comes down to that. And, and listen, when I say be diligent in your decision maker, I'm talking to the overthinkers because y'all probably like, I am diligent. That's why I can't never make a decision because my mind in 50 million places. I get it because that was me. I get it. When I say be diligent in your decision making, I don't mean continue to overthink. What I mean is taking a step back and making sure that when you are making decisions, there are wise decisions. It's just as simple as that. And a way that you make sure um, that you're making wise decisions, of course, is to know the words. So that when you know the word, you're able to easily apply it to say, okay, is this lining up with the word of God? Yes or no. An example of this business wise for me was when I quit my job, I believe that I heard God um, at that time. I, I was still learning to hear from God and I was hearing them, but I was also like second guessing it a lot. And so when I heard him tell me to leave my job, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't just jumping and listening to myself and then just be screwed because I don't have a job and I don't left. And now I'm embarrassed because I got to go back type of thing. And so one thing that I did was because I was studying the word at that time, as I was being diligent in my decision-making, I was like, okay, I, at the time I was planning to leave my job. I left my job May 3rd, 2017. I was planning to leave in like the summer, like July time, because that made the most sense for my plan. I had hired a business coach. I had the plan. I had been saving. I was changing up the business so I could make sure I had more money coming in. I was doing all of these things in my own strength. And so when it came to making that decision, I realized that if I would have waited to the summer when I wanted to leave my job, that wouldn't have been faith. That would have been me doing what I had planned to do. I had planned to do. And faith is confidence in things hope for and assurance about things unseen. And so I realized that I needed to take that leap of faith because that would have required me to totally trust God. And so I made the decision to be obedient. Um, and the, the way that I did my due diligence was just making sure that that decision lined up with the word of God. And it did in a sense that God was teaching me about faith in that season. 
And I'm so glad that I did that because even looking back, the way that those decisions have added up is mind blowing to me. But nevertheless, being diligent in your decision making is just making sure that you are operating in wisdom, making sure that you're not calling your friends before you pray about it, that you're not calling your mom even before you ask God, is this you? And a lot of times it can be good things. And one thing that I'm real serious about as my business grows and as more opportunities come is I'm always like, I don't care what dollar amount is attached to it. If it's not of God, I'm not doing it. I turn, let me tell you about this ad that I turned down, right? I was hurt. I was hurt. Okay. I said no, but it, I was hurt. Reason being now, this wasn't like a bad company or anything like that. It was actually this company and they have commercials on TV. It's a fitness company. They got commercials on TV and it's this this device that they have that you put in your house. It's so cool, y'all. Like, it's so cool. And I wanted this thing. Every time it came on TV, I was like, dang, I need to get that. I want one of those. But it's expensive. And I listen, I'm just now being consistent with working out. So I wasn't about to be spending no thousands of dollars for that joint to be collecting dust. And my husband wasn't even about to have it because he like, girl, you need to perfect this little jump rope before you be out here buying $3,000 worth of equipment. But nevertheless, it was this really, really cool device. And, and so the company reached out. And one of the perks of the ad, in addition to them paying us to do the ad, they were going to give the, send us the device and like set it up in my house. So this thing that I've been saying that I wanted, looking at it so excited because it's so cool. I now had the opportunity to basically do an ad for them and they would give me what I want for free, set it up. And it seemed like a win-win, right? No. The caveat was I had to have the CEO as a guest on my show. Now y'all know my rule. I don't interview anybody who I cannot like vouch for their character. Like I don't want to, to provide a platform for anybody that is not truly Holy Spirit approved. And so I read it and I was like, bet I wanted this thing. And we got to that line item where they said the the CEO had to be a guest. I told China, my assistant, I was like, uh, tell him no. (laughs) I was like, tell him no. Cause she sent it to me. She was like, you know, I'm not sure. They said they wanted to get the CEO to be a guest. What do you think? I was like, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it because that's just, it's just not the right decision. And I'm not going to let the fact that I'm getting paid for this and I'm getting this thing that I really, really wanted blind me from the integrity of the platform that I built. So my feelings might be hurt. And every time I see that commercial, I roll my eyes a little bit. But at the same time, I had to make sure that my decision was Holy Spirit led and not emotionally led. So again, that's a quick little example, but just make sure you guys that you're being diligent in your decision making. And sometimes that means not making a decision right away. You know, as you guys are getting into the groove of really being led by the spirit to where this stuff is second nature, it's okay to be like, okay, let me take two days before answering so that I could pray about it. Whatever it is that you need to do, make sure that you're diligent in your decision-making. So quick recap, study the Holy Spirit for yourself, limit your influences. When you're in prayer, ask those open-ended questions so that, um, God can really give you the details of what he needs you to do that day, that week, that month, that year. Um, And then lastly, be diligent in your decision making. 
So that's it. I didn't even expect to have points. I was like, I'm about to go in here and do a quick little rant as my first episode back because I was just, I really, really just have a heart's desire for people to tap in to the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Because when I was reading this and studying this some months ago, I was like, man, I wish I was taught this. So I hope that you guys pray about this and allow God to, um, as you're studying the Holy Spirit, just continue to reveal more to you and take you to other scriptures and show you things in your own life, um, that he's been trying to show you and, That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Tatum Tamia. Follow the podcast at Blessed and Bossed Up. Get us to 10K. And that's it. I will talk to you guys next week.